ho, welcome to Scouting Synopsis. And as you know, we've been talking to fans and silver managers across the league to help us figure out who we need to put in our lineups. And today, we're talking the Houston Dynamo, the Fighting Ben Olsons, with the special guest. And before we get started, we got to say a huge thank you to Silver for making this happen. But I want to welcome to the show, Griffin Dorsey of the Houston Dynamo. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Oh, dude, we are fantastic. We are better than ever. And uh, thank you for taking the time. Um, you know, MLS is back, so I know it's crunch time, so it's getting a little little crazy. So uh, we're going to get started. We're going to hit you with the harder ones quick, fast, and early so we can get them out of the way. Um, so, yeah, I'm on a personal mission to visit every MLS stadium, right? And uh, you, on a recent interview, I heard you were saying that Houston has the best food. So I'm going to need you to defend that and tell me, when I'm in town, what's the one place that I need to visit? Well, I guess I got to start off by asking, what is it that you what is it that you enjoy? I mean, I can I tell you're a taco guy. <laughs> what gave that away? <laughs> I'm never going to live down the name. <laughs> every day. Um, so every you're day. looking for tacos? You're looking for barbecue? You're you looking what? for... Ooh. I'm, a, I'm a Southern boy, so... Oh. All right. Top th- one of each. One of each. We got to do it. Okay. Breakfast, lunch, and I dinner. I would say... Pinkerton's in the Heights, if you're going barbecue, that's got to be my number one barbecue spot. Um, I mean, tacos, you really can't go wrong. <laughs> I mean, the tacos here. <laughs> They're everywhere. Um, my, uh, my favorite restaurant, which doesn't really have to do with tacos or barbecue, is Nobis. It's kind of like an American fusion place. Unbelievable. It's kind of a farm-to-table, super healthy Super, super hearty um, and delicious. There you go. Super hearty. You got to say that. It. They they told you to say that, didn't they? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, definitely no paid endorsements here. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's get into a little bit of the soccer side. So you, you signed a nice new contract extension this offseason. So congrats on that, first of all. Uh, what does it I mean that... that. What does it mean that that Ben and, and the front office have have you as a key part of their of their plans going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think for me personally, it, it means a lot, and I think the way the contract negotiation stuff went down for me and 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 for what I would imagine was you know the entire front office and the coaching staff um, was very smooth, very easy. They were very uh, cooperative, um, and I love Houston Dynamo. Um, I bleed orange. There you go. Yeah. You definitely said like Houston is home and you've already got all the restaurants in town in lock. So I, I can see you in, in orange for, for quite a while here. Yeah. I mean, um, my wife and I over the last, you know, three years have basically made it home. Um, I, I, it's funny cause you know, she's from, she's from Toronto. We met when I was out in Toronto um, I was there for two and a half years. Uh, I sat down and had a conversation and we're just like, it's crazy how much Houston feels like our home. Like it genuinely yeah. feels like our home. Yeah. It's pretty that's special. Awesome. That's, yeah, that's probably pretty hard to find too. So when you, when you have something like that, you got to really hold on to it. And, uh, and yeah, that's for sure. you, you cherish it. You take it, you, you don't take it for granted. That's for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. like, and I could make you play harder too, right? Because because uh, you see it, you know, at the beginning of the season, you know, you're kind of in and out a little bit, and then probably around the summer, it was actually probably Leagues Cup 
uh, you just came, you came out, you started, uh, I was there in Orlando that first game and you just showed up. And then ever since then, I mean, you just took off and everything was going great for you. So like what kind of happened there and like what, what changed in you mentally that kind of just sent you skyrocketing? Cause uh, the production was, was awesome towards the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I think as a player personally, I, I pride myself on, um, showing up to work every single day um, no matter what's going on and so you know throughout the beginning of the season I, I was going through um, just some struggle trying to find minutes um, trying to find a, a place to fit in within the team um, but I would say throughout that whole process and as, as Leagues Cup kind of hit I got an opportunity and as the rest of the season kind of progressed I like to believe, and, and once again, I kind of pride myself on the fact that for me, nothing really changed. Um, yeah. I, I show up to work every single day and I try to be the best version of myself. And, and that's truly what I pride myself on. And, and so when I got that opportunity, it's just one that I grabbed, I grabbed hold of tight and took it. Yeah. And I think Ben, as a coach too, I was, I was in DC for a little while while he was down there. Uh, as a coach, he he really prides himself, I, I think, on a lot of the same things, right? Showing up, doing your job every single day, week in and week out, putting in that effort and that work. And I know that that probably resonates with him, you know, as a, as a coach. Um, talk to me a little bit about, like, what that's like, that that relationship with Ben. Like, obviously, dude's a legend. Like, he's been on the U.S. national team. He's, he's had this huge, yeah. long career, coached D.C. for a long, long time. Um, talk to me about how he's kind of shaped your, your game and, and your, your mentality as a player. Yeah. You know, I think it's one it's pretty special to have a coach, you know, for back-to-back -back seasons. I'm in my, I'm going into my sixth year in the league now and I've had six different head coaches. So I've backed around a bunch and have consistency in back-to-back -back years for me is, is something super special. Um, yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's a lot more predictable as to what he he wants from me as a player um especially going into year two with him and with all that being said i mean i mean you you harped on it before he's a legend and you know there's there's a lot to soak up um playing for him um when you when you listen to him talk when you know when he has things to say when he's helping you out um a lot of the stuff he's been helping me with even this preseason in the final third i mean you you go back and watch some of the highlights. You really know that he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's yeah. talking about. For sure. Speaking of uh, you you mentioned the help in the final third. I got I got to ask right. So the the Open Cup final right. Congratulations on winning that. You scored the opening goal when when you were bombing down the field right. Like I don't know how many times yeah. you watched that highlight, but you were just bombing down the field. The ball comes to you, and you just hit it. What was going through your mind in that? Because you were just full speed. Like, there is no time to think, and you just put it away. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, I've probably been asked this question, like, five times. Oh, no. <laughs> Way to call me out again. <laughs> I, I don't really have a firm answer on what was going through my head. I mean, the reality is when you're in, in those game situations and you're moving – you know, you're moving fast and things are moving fast around you. And I remember seeing the space. I remember running into the space. And once you get the ball, it's kind of like, you know, I was never going to cross the ball. Uh, that was going to be a shot through and through every time. And I was lucky enough to just hear it. 
And yeah, it was a special moment. I feel like when you're in the zone, it just, you don't think like nothing is going through your head. You just are doing what you need to be doing. And that's how, you know, that's how these special moments definitely come. But you've had, man, you've had a lot of special moments in your career. Like you played in a college cup final. You played in the U.S. Open Cup final. You played in five MLS playoff games. And now you just played in a CONCACAF Champions Cup game. I'm interested to know, like, what your what's your favorite one of those? Like, what was the most special competition that you kind of played in or, or specific game, if you have one? You know, I would say that out of all of them, um, the one that kind of sticks out most, and, and maybe it was just because it was the the duration of time that, that it was, was um, the playoff run that we had last year. I, mean, I think that was so special for me. Yeah. Um, it was super special for the club, super special for just our team in general. And I think to be around those guys, that team in that environment, that amount of time fighting for one goal, it was super special. And everyone was bought in. Um, the environment around the team was fantastic. The mentality was fantastic. And I think in terms of my career, that sits maybe at the top of uh, what I would consider just a super, super special group and group of moments. Yeah. And you've got, you know, you, you're, you're almost like proving the doubters wrong. There, there weren't like high expectations for you guys as a group going into the season and you go out and win a trophy, you go out and make a deep run in, in the playoffs. You guys finished, I think fourth in the regular seasons, like by all accounts, a, a hugely successful season. Um, so I'm I'm interested to kind of shift the page to this year a little bit and see your, from your perspective, you know, how things have changed, how things have stayed the same. And and we'll kind of go through, you know, position by position. So I don't know how much you know specifically about Sora, but we have, you know, different position classes. So we have goalkeepers, defender, midfielder, forward. Um, so uh-huh. let's start with the goalkeeper with obviously Stevie. Um, talk to me about, about him, about his game, you know, him being a leader in the back, like, Kind of, kind of break down his his game for someone who who doesn't know a lot about the Dynamo. And is he going to play forever? <laughs> He's ageless. I, I sure hope so because everybody and everybody needs to play with Steve Clark. Everybody. <laughs> um, I love Steve. Uh, Steve is, I would say, he's a bit of a mentor for me. And you know, I think I, I talked about it before with Ben, but. This team is so full of guys that you can soak so much information out of because there are so many veterans that have played in so many big games and done so many big things. And Steve is just one of those guys. I mean, every time I talk to him, I feel like I've learned like six new important life lessons and I'm just like mind blown. Um, so I feel like I talk to Some of them are hilarious and some of them are like super real and some of them are professional and they you get the whole all the works from steve um we're playing on the field with him i mean it's it's once again it's it's like a blessing uh he's he's kind of like he's kind of i think goalies tend to be this way like a rock you know you corner kick everyone's kind of looking at steve and you know he's doing his thing pointing directions you know i think Early on in my playing career in Houston, um, when Steve had, had come along in my second year here, um, a lot of the times I'd find myself in corner kick situations, almost like panicking. I'm like, oh, I got to find a man. I got to do this. I got to do X, Y, and Z after making a big run forward or something. 
So I'm sitting there just like all over the place. And, you know, I'm still early twenties, just trying to figure myself out. And I'll look at Steve and Steve will just do this. (laughs) Just by doing that, I can sit there take a deep breath and realize everything's okay. And I just feel better. And that's, that's the true power that Steve has as a goalkeeper. Um, And once again, playing with him is, is amazing. And I think (laughs) with all that being said, you know, with goalkeepers, the ability they have with shot stopping and also their feet, Steve's Mm -hmm. right there at the top of the league, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I mean, you even look at it last year, the assist he had to Brad's. I'm not sure if you guys have seen that or if you guys need to go look up, look it up again. I mean, he's class on all accounts. Yeah. And he is definitely by the numbers, one of the top performing goalkeepers in the league. Uh, I'm a I'm a Steve Clark holder, so I have big expectations for this year. So hopefully we can keep that that run going. Um, talk to me about kind of the depth behind Steve. Obviously, you know you got a whole a whole room of guys there. Uh, is there is there anybody that kind of stands out as like, hey, um, you know, if, if if something happens to Steve, we have a lot of confidence in this guy, or like, hey, there's a young guy that we think two three years from now could be really really good, or like talk to me about any anybody else on that that roster who we should be keeping an eye on from from like kind of a fantasy perspective. Yeah, I mean, obviously Andrew Tarbell was the goalkeeper throughout the Open Cup. Um, I mean, just another guy that's super experienced. He's been around the league. He knows a lot about the league, um, and he's cool, calm, and collected. Um, yeah, he will definitely get um, some opportunities this year in some of the other cups we play, and. You know, he's he's once again just a good veteran goalkeeper. Um, and then we have a young guy, Xavier. I mean, he's a he's a he's a talent for sure. He's still really young, still really fresh. Um, but there's high hopes for him for sure. Awesome. Love that. Those are the kind of players we like. So if you can yeah. scout them early, right? Yeah. You, you, you can get their card early in the game. You have to worry about it later. And then and then when he comes good, you already got him, right? So yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Not financial advice though. Um <laughs> let, let's move on to the to the back line, to the defenders. So you guys, you guys got a decent group here. Uh break down for me kind of what the back line looks like this year. Um, who the kind of who the kind of key guys are that, that you'd be keeping your eye on. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of go back to last year and once again, another uh, veteran veteran face in our back line is Eric Svichenko. Um, lots of experience in Europe. Um, once again, another one of those players that's kind of, you know, every time I, every time I talk to him, I'm learning something new. Um, super veteran, super professional, knows what he needs and that's, <laughs> that's really what you want in a player. Um, and then next to him is Mikael. Um, I mean, he's got, he's got everything you'd want in a center back, um, physically, mentally. I mean, he's, he's like the full package and, and I have a lot of high things to say for, for Mikael. Um, once again, truly talented player, uh, Franco Escobar, who most people who know MLS know who he is, mm-hmm. you know, he's another veteran player, another guy who's played in big games. He scored in big games. Uh, and uh, especially being an out attacking outside back, it's kind of somebody that I looked at to kind of shape my game around um, yeah. because he has a lot of those really good attacking qualities. Um, 
And he's just a, he's a consistent player. I mean, you know, when you pass him the ball, he's not going to lose the ball. And that's, that's really what they love about Franco. He's ruthless defensively. And, and um, so, yeah, I would say that that group still being together is super special. Um, and then obviously we got guys like, you know, Tate Schmidt, who, who played in CONCACAF um, the other night, um, coming back from an injury. He's, uh, I mean, you saw it the other night. He's, <laughs> he's talented. He's got, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's got a great left foot. And even this preseason scored an absolute rifle with his right. So he's, he's got, he's got all dimensions. Um, and then also in center back, you know, Daniel Starez, who's, who's another veteran player, been around the league, um, super calm, super composed, I'd say one of the most composed players that we have on the roster. Um, and then Ethan Bartlow, young center back, um, growing into to being a, a consistent MLS starter is, is what I see in the future for him. So you you kind of left somebody out there, big man. You got you got yourself back there on on the back line as well. At least in Sora, <laughs> you're considered a defender. Tell I don't me why sit here and talk about myself. That's I can't do that. <laughs> no, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Tell me why I should own a Griffin Dorsey card because you're you're a banger, man. You're one of the most expensive players on this team. <laughs> uh, why you should own a Griffin Dorsey card? Because uh, I work hard. Um, I'm always trying hard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I like to score goals. I like to get assists. I love to defend. There you go. I'm fit. There you go. I got That's defense. all you need. Just you score, go. assist, and play defense. You just there you do it go. All. That's the full, that's, yeah, that's the full range of it. <laughs> oh, man. I love but, that. You've been talking about all the veteran experience, right? And everything that this team has. And it really is. And for a bunch of young people, like it's almost building the future too, right? Having them in, yeah. having that transition and doing all that. So who would I be if I didn't ask, like, what's it like working with Hector Herrera? Because that's someone that even I grew up with too, uh, watching and just like knowing what he's done in the career. So like, what's that like and learning under him? Yeah, that's a hard question because there's so much. Um, I think it's it's definitely a bummer that I don't speak more Spanish because I wish <laughs> that I could have full on conversations with him. Um, but, you know, when I say Daniel Starez is the most composed player, it doesn't quite compare to Hector. Hector is just different. Right. I mean, he's right. one of those players that, you know, when you look at Hector on the field, he doesn't even need to give you one of the Steve Carr breaths. <laughs> you just look at him and you feel calm. Like it's it, that genuinely that's what he gives you. And you know that when you pass him the ball, he's going to figure it out, even if it's a horrible pass. <laughs> um, and I think that there's there are a few players that I've played with that have kind of this, this special aura about them. Like, it's almost, like, undescribable. And I think fans know it. You see it. Everyone knows it. Everyone sees it. If you meet these people, they just have it. And Hector's just one of those guys. I mean, when you're around him, you feel it. When you're playing with him, you feel it. Um, even away from the field completely, you feel it. Um, other guys that I've played with in my career that are like that, you know, Toronto, I had you know, Michael Bradley, mm. um, Josie Altidore, Alejandro Pozuelo, um, just some super legit players who when you're around them, you're like, that's, that's something. Yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah, go ahead. 
No, I was, I was just gonna say like you brought up the language beer. I wasn't gonna bring it up because I'd be like, I don't know how it is. Like, what is that dynamic like? Like, how do you guys communicate? Is it all just like hand gesture, like facial, like right? Like, how, how does that how does that work? Especially on the field too. Yeah. So I've learned a little bit of Spanish that can get me through the field stuff. The field stuff's pretty easy, <laughs> you know. Obviously, I work a lot with Coco because Coco is kind of my winger. So when we're defending, you know, I, I use a lot of just simple words that help me communicate to him what, what I'm looking for. Esquerda, derecha, centro, vamos, little words like that Natural. that just kind of help me help me communicate with him. But when it's away from the field and it's not the heat of the moment in the, in, in the soccer sense and it's not just quick words, um, it's a lot of broken English, Spanglish mix, a lot of face gestures. <laughs> we said it before, but a smile goes a long way. Um, and obviously when it comes down to like the super nitty gritty professional, like let's have a genuine conversation type stuff. We have a bunch of people that speak, speak both languages. So you can always put it aside and go, Hey, you know, I've got to get this message through. What is, yeah. let's, let's all sit down. And have a conversation. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, cool. Walk me through real quickly here the rest of your kind of midfield. We talked Hector. Obviously, you got Artur there. You've got Bossy. You've got some really, really good players. Um, what's that like as a group? Like, you guys have a really good kind of team chemistry going in the midfield. Um, what's that like kind of working with those guys on and off the field? Oh, man. It gives me the chills. I mean, this is <laughs> this midfield. It's got to be the best midfield in the league. I mean, it's fantastic. And even just being a part of it and, and being able to watch it. Um, it's special. I mean, the way that they work together, the way that they, they do things. I mean, you look at somebody like Artur and you're like, I mean, this guy covers more ground than anybody. He's, he's probably one of the only sixes that I've played with in my career where I don't even have to ask him to track runners because he's already doing it. And like before I could even ask, he's already made the run to track the run. Um, he's got a great sense of the game, a great sense of danger. He knows how to, how to control people in front of them. And that's like super special, super valuable. And then with that being said, putting him next to, you know, Hector, it just, <laughs> it's like a, it's like Not a dynamic. I mean, it's unfair. Yeah. You've got somebody yeah. who's willing to, willing to run super technical, super capable on the ball. And then you just have Hector. And then you're like, what, how is that? How do you even stop? That? And then yeah. when you pass the ball forward, it's like, okay, I pass the ball forward and now Amin is turning and dribbling at you and uh, Coco is literally shielding three players off of you doing a Maradona and kicking the ball in the back of the net. I just, I sometimes, I just sometimes I just sit there and smile. <laughs> You're having more fun than everybody else is watching. <laughs> oh, dude, are you kidding me? Fantastic. Uh, and with that being said, I mean, there's also some young talent that's, you know, Brooklyn Reigns is – He's one of those guys, he's, he's a generational talent. From what I've seen, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's willing to work harder than anybody, um, and especially at his age. I mean, he's far more mature than what I was at, at 18, 19. Um, and so having him in and around that mix is super, super vital because there are so many guys yeah. to learn from and yeah. there's so much to learn, um, which is awesome. And it's awesome to watch him continuously grow. And he obviously had a goal in the Open Cup last year. And he's really starting to flourish into a player that, you know, that can be a serious difference maker for us. 
Um, and then obviously a new addition this year, Jan Gregus, um, been around the league quite a bit, you know, played in Europe, Copenhagen, big time player. Uh, another one of those, you know, veteran players that you can kind of just soak up information from. Yeah. Um, for sure. And yeah, I mean, you even have Sebastian Kowalczyk, little Polish player. I mean, I, I think he's an absolute baller too. <laughs> I mean, the list goes on. I could, we could sit here and yeah. talk for hours about the midfield. <laughs> No, well, we, no. we can't sit here and talk for hours because we'll get yelled at for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do got to bring up, taking them in the field, like just uh, the other night, that Kariski, a little pass across the box, just, just like literally arced, and then it got called back. And like you were saying, like, sometimes I just stand around and watch. I know in that moment you were probably like, because I don't know. I remember running to the corner flag celebrating with Ibra, and the whole time I'm just smiling, like, how the hell did he just hit that pass? <laughs> what just happened? That's wild. That's crazy. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, I've it's got, so I've got two more quick questions for you here. So uh, we we play like in in the fantasy game, we play like five aside. So you have a goalkeeper, a defender, a midfielder, a forward, and then an extra player. So any outfield player you want. Um, give me your five aside team from the Houston Dynamo from twenty twenty four that I should be stacking and putting in in any competition. All right, five aside. Um, so you said goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Defender, midfield, forward, and then an extra. Yep. Okay. I'm going goalkeeper, Steve Clark. Good choice. I'm Good start. Defender. Uh, I'm going to put myself. Got to. Um, You're the best I'm scorer. Going, you have to. I'm going midfield, uh, Hector Barrera. Mm-hmm. I'm going forward. Oh, I mean, gosh, there's a lot of choices. <laughs> um, oh, he's weighing this. He's trying to win. Look at that. That's a that's a competitor. <laughs> in him. He's like, all right. <laughs> this might be a. This might be a. I'm gonna go Sebastian Kowalczyk as my forward right yeah. now. Yeah, love it. And then um, our extra player. Um, I think I'm gonna put Coco Kerski out there because you just you know, sometimes it's just magic. Yeah, he just sees it, the game completely differently from everybody else. He can just do things. Yeah. It's, it's insane. They won't all get called back, all right? <laughs> Sometimes they'll count. Oh, no, they won't. For sure. Um, kind of my my last question here to kind of wrap things up. If you're looking two, three years down the road, give me your give me your breakout player, like your young player to watch from this team that you think either this year they're gonna break out or you know, next year, a couple years down the road that you think this guy could be really good. What what would be your your uh I guess age. What what's young player? Are we talking? I mean, it, like, could, it could be any age. Any anybody with like not a ton of experience, like even a, a draft pick, um, or you know, one of the eighteen to twenty year old type guys. Someone that you think their role is going to grow pretty significantly. I mean i i would put I would put Brooklyn Reigns on that list. Um, I think he's he's truly a young player that has a lot of of really high potential. Yeah. I would agree. I've heard his name bounced around all, all, from from all the all the big names that I know. I'll, I'll love that kid. So hopefully he uh, hopefully he comes good. So it's good to definitely hear that from you as well. Um, but we appreciate you joining joining the show, man. We hope you had a good time. We've got our our, our good friend Nashi here uh, is uh, is watching as well. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for stopping by and, and hanging out with us for a little bit. Dude, of course. Thank you, guys. This was fantastic. I just got to hype up my whole team, so now I'm feeling pretty good. 
Yeah, you got to take little clips and be like, no, I, I talk good about you. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and yeah, yeah like it, it, it's awesome too. Cause like a game like Server, which is so like worldwide and global. Uh, like the Houston Dynamo, man, it, it is a team in Europe. A lot of the European players, like they were all running Houston sacks. Like it was a really fun oh, team to watch it. last year. So uh, yeah. you got to let everybody know, be like, yo, this game, man, we're starting to get fans all over. You're going to do a U- UK tour, Spain, Germany, all that fun <laughs> preseason stuff that everybody's doing. But uh, yeah, yeah there we go. I love that. Of course. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. And thank you so cool. much for everybody that showed up in the chat, showed up for the stream, came and said hi to Griffin. Uh, it was incredible. And Chris, send him off. I don't know. I, I can't follow up Griffin. He's too entertaining, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> thanks for coming, guys. We'll see you all next time. Peace. <laughs>